This is drinking the blue Kool-Aid. We're lifelong Lions fans. Bob. All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor. Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ. A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog. This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. Man, I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, man. Drinkers, we are back. It is, you know, the middle of the week, and we are getting ready for week 17 of the NFL season. Hey, that is not the last week of the NFL season. <laughs> Remember, there is now an 18th week in the NFL. What? The regular season will never end, and the Lions oh. will continue to not be in the playoffs this year, unfortunately. Mm. So they endure one more week of that. <laughs> um, but the Lions traveling to Seattle, the 325 Central, 425 Eastern kickoff. Um, Lions seven-point underdogs against a Seattle team that just lost to the Bears in Seattle with Nick Foles as their quarterback. Um, yeah, this is a Seattle team. Well, before we get into all that, let me introduce the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here to discuss. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. UJ. Hey, Lions fans. And then Red Dog. Yo. All right, gentlemen. So as I mentioned, Lions seven-point underdogs to a Seattle team. Um, that is, it's, it's ugly. It is ugly. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson has been up and down this year. It, it, this offense has not been very good as, even since he returned. Uh, they went through a little rough stretch with Geno Smith as their quarterback because Russell Wilson was out with a finger injury. He's come back and Seattle's been up and down. You know, they beat the 49ers 30 to 23. They beat the Texans by 20, but then lost to the Rams and then losing to the Bears is just. I think that's unacceptable for at least probably a a Seahawks franchise that or fan base that's been used to winning over the past few years with um, Pete Carroll there and Russell Wilson. So this is a very beatable, beatable team here this late in the season, especially for a Lions team that's been playing super competitive. Um. But, you know, just some players on this team. I mean, the, the you guys, you know, I'm the listeners and, and such. Uh, but Tyler Lockett leading the team in receiving. Um, DK Metcalf. Uh, Russell Wilson, obviously, at their quarterback. Um, Quandre Diggs, a familiar name on the defense. Uh, Jamal Adams. Um, their running back situation. Yeah, Bobby Wagner. Their um, running back situation has been terrible. Their leading rusher is 411 yards. It's Alex Collins. Uh, Rashad Penny has been in and out of the injury report. He looked um, really good last week, though. Yeah. This past week. Yes. Yeah. Um, Gerald Everett, probably uh, maybe the biggest concern for me in terms of uh, a, a tight end that's been playing pretty well for them, just in terms of mismatches. Uh, and DK Metcalf, of course. Uh, he's a mismatch for everybody, just from his sheer size and, and speed. speed. Um, But, you know, th- this, uh, again, the Seattle team not knocked a very good defense overall. Uh, one of one of the their bottom ten in the NFL actually in defense this year. They give up a lot of yards. They 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 kind of lock down in the red zone, but they do give up a lot of yards. I think the Lions will be able to move the ball on them pretty well here. What do you guys think? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. Hey, with our O line, I think we can move the ball on anybody. Um, well, as long as we don't get false starts like last week. But uh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Seattle's a tough place, tough place to play. You know, Seahawks five and ten, not going to make the playoffs. But that that's that'll still probably be a loud crowd for a road game, regardless, because they like their football. Yeah, but we do have Jared Goff back this week, and uh, I think his experience yeah. will help in that kind of situation. Whereas uh, I think Boyle would maybe struggle with a crowd like that. Uh, but just just a solid running game that we have, and uh, our up and coming passing game with our the Sun God uh, being <laughs> being as great as he's been lately. Uh, yeah, I don't see why we can't score points on this team definitely, and make it very competitive. So uh, yeah, I think we have a great chance of beating him. I don't know why the odds makers don't give us any respect, but they they just seven don't points see- is a lot. I, it I'm is. gonna be hammering that myself. They just don't oh, seem uh, to. They just don't seem to give us any respect. I don't know. Lions ten and. Five against the spread this year. <laughs> That's got to be close to tops in the league, I, I would imagine. Oh yeah. Too bad that doesn't translate over to confidence pools. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Or to actual records that matter for the playoffs. Yeah. Right. That matter. Uh-huh. But it will eventually. If you, if you guys yeah. uh, if you guys are unaware, Rudd Dog uh, especially <laughs> UJ not all the time, but Rudd Dog especially. In oh our confidence pool that we're in, uh, put 16 on the Lions every week, regardless of how big of underdogs they are <laughs> or anything like that. Um, so the Lions being two, 12 and one uh, has not, it has <laughs> not done them well. And you this know what's year. some real crap? The two times I've won this year, I still lost. <laughs> 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 I got the two, two, the 16 both times, and gosh darn it, somehow I still didn't get enough points overall. <laughs> oh, it's killer. Um. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, as I mentioned last week, the Seattle team allowed uh, the Bears to score at the end of the game a touchdown and then convert. You know, we've seen the Ravens the past couple weeks uh, fail in that two-point try at the end of the game to win the game. Uh, like, you can either kick the field goal, go to overtime, or get the two-point conversion and just win the game right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle, in this case, uh, allowed that two-point conversion to happen at the end and lost because of it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's a weird Seattle team right now. I, I think, I think Russell Wilson's probably on his way out yeah, too. That's what it seems uh, like, that right? was the indication even before the season that he might want out. Now they say, no, that's not true. Blah, blah. But I, I, I don't think that this springs up out of nowhere. Uh, there's so, obviously some sort of tr- truth, uh, so, to that. It seems. So you got kind of a dysfunctional program with nothing really to play for. Yeah. It seems even right. the, the fans are tired of Pete Carroll and it's time to move on. Uh, I think they're ready for a rebuild there. That, that seems to be the the running emotions and everything I read about the Seattle, uh, you know, mm-hmm. fandom. So, yeah, they're they're in a they're ready for some changes there. They had their run, and I think their yeah, run, be, the run is over for sure. This, uh, and this is a Seattle team really like so. Uh, that really likes to run the ball. So that'll be the Lions' biggest challenge, I think, defensively in this game um, is defending the run. Uh, Seattle's always liked to run the ball since Pete Carroll's been there. Uh, Penny, as I mentioned, he, uh, he, he's been on and off. He was a first-round draft pick for them. He's been on and off um, mm-hmm. getting carries for them throughout his time there. I think he's in his third year. But uh, last week, 17 good. carries, 135 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, but even when he's healthy, he hasn't like really gotten the It's been a weird tenure there for him, to say the least. Uh, but 17 carries, 135 yards, and a touchdown uh, for him last week against a pretty good Bears defense. Um, so something to look out for. 
Uh, and Russell Wilson, you never know, I guess, because he's been you know good overall in his career. I wouldn't say he's been great this year. So yeah, I vulnerable. Mean, this, that's what I hear. Vulnerable. That's right. Very vulnerable. This is a super winnable game for the Lions. Again, seven points doesn't really make sense with how not well, uh, not great that Seattle has been. I mean, this is a five and ten team. That just especially lost with us getting golf back team. too. Like, yeah, golf will be was, back as you mentioned. Right. If it was Boyle, I might uh, I might understand a little more with a combination of their you know they get a little boosted home field advantage probably compared to most teams. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't see a seven point. That just doesn't make sense to me. Well, yeah, here, here's would... a factor too that I, I don't know if this, how much you think this factors, but, uh, last week against the bears, it was a pretty nasty conditions. I don't know if you saw the field before there was like a foot of snow yeah, in the cool. field there. It was, it was oh, so yeah. crazy. There was so much snow. And to me, those kind of conditions play more to the, to the bears That's than they true. do Seattle, even though it was a Seattle home game, but, uh, you know, I don't know what the conditions will be like this week coming up. I, I, I would generally think that they'll probably be more normal, uh, not having the hey, snow like they did this week. So I don't know if that means anything. Maybe global climate change finally flipped the climates, and now you know the Midwest can be like moderate, and then the West Coast can be like the Midwest used to be. Wouldn't that be nice? I'll take it. The current the current <laughs> forecast for Sunday is a fifty percent chance of rain with a high of forty, so it could Ooh. turn to snow by then too. Interesting. And everybody you know, says Jared Goff has tiny hands and tiny can't play hands. in weather. So how uh, much advantages do we carry over in weather? I mean, we're a dome team, right? Like, I'm curious what Campbell you know devises for practice this week since we'll be playing outside in potentially adverse conditions. Well. Hmm, hmm. I don't know. Hey, Bob Patricia, he he drive him in a bus up to Siberia, and you know they practiced <laughs> up there for a while with the, against the Russian squad, and you know climb the ice hills and everything else. And uh, that sounds badass. Know. Why are you saying that like it'd be a bad? Thing? <laughs> I don't know. You mean like a Rocky training uh, montage? Listen, these That's... guys, come right, up. right. I don't know. <laughs> I love adverse conditions. I think it's fun to watch. Yeah, even more too. fun to play in. You don't think Dan Campbell's going to want to make it tough for these outdoor conditions? And the, I feel like he's going to figure, find a way to get creative, you know, simulate adverse conditions. You got to do a little bit of that, I think. Prepare your team. Yeah. I, and um, it, it'll be uh, interesting to see, you know, the Swift in, the Swift in this game, who's going to be healthy uh, for this game overall. Right. Obviously, you said Goff. It looks like he'd be he's off the COVID list. He'll be ready to go. Um, Josh Reynolds uh, might be heading on to it. Oh, so no. So that'd be a big loss for this game, unfortunately. The, the, I mean, it, the, the NFL with the COVID is just unbelievable right now. It's uh, it's said Omicron, baby. It's Every, getting you don't know who. Yeah, you don't know who's getting it, what day. Uh, so it's just never ending cycle right now uh hopefully it all clears up for the nfl before the playoffs start because that'd be kind of a bummer to see like i don't know let, let's say tom brady or something get like you want to see tom brady in the playoffs you want to see uh I, I forgot who's their backup right now it's like it's not blake bortles uh blank gabbard i think is their backup or something like oh, that geez. Hmm. 
I think. But either way, it wouldn't be Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like, it, or Stafford hasn't gotten it yet. Like, that that would stink not to see Stafford in the playoffs after the whole year. Uh, at least from a fan perspective. So it's just a weird times. Uh-huh. But you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what don't you know? Um. Oh my goodness! I just had a major brain fart. Well, that's all right. I'm okay. sure it was important, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. What? Yeah. Um. Seattle. Uh, do you want to get into it, or do you guys have any other comments uh, before we get into the game here? Not, not too much. Uh, I think we know kind of what Seattle is. Uh, you know. Oh, just... I remember what I was gonna say. Sorry. Oh, no, okay. No, okay. No, uh, no. no. You know, this is important, and it was relevant because. Uh-huh. I think UJ would say this is probably our best chance to win the game if Reynolds goes down because, in his opinion, the recipe for winning is through uh, Tim Kennedy. So, or Tim Kennedy? Well, I do. Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy. So uh, I think UJ, this this gives Tom Kennedy his best chance to uh, finally bring us those dubs you've been promising us through. Yeah, well, you know, well, Tom Kennedy had a couple catches every, last week. Every single time Tom, Tom Kennedy catches the ball, UJ. Oh, that's Tom Kennedy. See? <laughs> Maybe Tom Kennedy will hear this podcast, UJ, and send you a sign. Well, hey. I'm telling you, you know, if he gets a shot, like like we've always said about these players, you know, maybe it took him four years or whatever to get his shot. You know, Kennedy's been yeah. plugging along in the practice squad. <laughs> He's getting in some games, you know. They're, they just don't, it's like they don't trust him that much. They don't know he's there, you know. I don't know. We're still, no waiting for, uh, we're still waiting for Zach Zenner to Zach join Zenner. the podcast. Zach Zenner, if you're listening, you have an open invitation. Just Come please on, reach out Zach. to us Come on, on Zach. at Drinking Lions or Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Uh, let us know. We'll, we'll work <laughs> it out with our schedules. Also, Tom, just so you know, <laughs> be, if you're listening, Tom, besides your mom, I think UJ might be your biggest fan. So uh, <laughs> just know that. So you're appreciated here. You know, mentioning Zach Zenner, he, he had, you know, Played a pretty decent playoff game in Seattle. The one oh, game. Zach. Yeah, I still think he got shortchanged on his opportunities a little bit, but <laughs> we'll never. Anyways, know. we don't need to continue talking yeah, about no, Zach Center right yes, now. But, but, but Zach, uh, you know, the invitation is always open, as I mentioned. Anyways, let's get into this game, shall we? Uh, with our ever famous predictions. Oh, let's get into it, shall we? The Seattle Seahawks hosting our Detroit Lions, seven point underdogs. The over under forty three, uh, UJ. Actually, let's go to Rudd Dog first this time, shall we? Let's start with Rudd Dog on what? your prediction. All right. Yeah, just in case UJ's got another one of those awesome speeches up his. You sleeves, can't give him every week. You can't do it every Harvard week. Stuff. Um. Well. Yeah, I think this is going to be an easy one for the Lions. I mean, not like actually easy like you know it's gonna be a battle they're gonna have to fight and all that but i think scoreboard wise it's gonna be an easy one i think they're gonna run up the score a bit and uh i think golf's gonna gonna have well especially once he you know lights finds that connection with tim kennedy or tom kennedy yeah <laughs> but uh yeah right right uh i think we're gonna have a good game on defense and a good game on offense i think we're gonna get 35 Two, three, and uh, yeah, the Seattle score a pity field goal right at the end. Um, I think wow, we're just that's gonna so dominate. Nice of you. It's very nice of you. To yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're drinking the Kool Aid heavily going into this weekend. We Always, like that, baby. Always. <laughs> let's uh, let's throw this over to UJ now with your prediction. Okay, I know we're seven point underdogs in this one, but uh, just it just doesn't even make sense to me. 
the way the Lions have been playing. I know we lost this game at the end uh, against the Falcons, but uh, this team will be undeterred. Uh, they, they have a mission, man. They're trying to win. They are, they are putting it all on the field. And you would never know this is the end of a season where they're, they have no chance of making the playoffs the way these guys are playing. So, on the other hand, Seattle is sort of in a slightly different situation. Their team is sort of on a downward trajectory, and they're, they're looking toward a rebuild here. Uh, some, of their, some of their defenders are getting a little old. and uh, I don't know. Russell Wilson hasn't been himself, so I think we have a great chance of winning this game. And I think we're going to have to count on a run game a lot this, this week. So, uh, I think we're going to run. Uh, we got Goff. Uh, if Reynolds can't be out there at receiver, uh, that, that will hurt us a little bit, make it a little harder. But uh, I think we're going to run a well-balanced uh, offense uh, between running and passing. And I think we'll, uh, we'll beat Seattle. We'll, we'll dominate the time of possession, I think, in this game, which will be very important. Our defense will play a good game. And I think we're going to win this game. Uh, not going away. It's not going to be a huge score, but I'd say like 24 to 14. I think we win by 10. We win by, you know, two scores. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think we pull this one out in the end in Seattle in hostile territory against the 12th man. So the heck with them. We're going to beat them. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, awesome. We, we, we like to hear that you jay that you you like our, our you like our team's chances this I week. i do i, I love like them i love it <laughs> i like to hear that a lot um all right so you know i was just looking at some i was curious because it you know lines have been rushing the ball pretty well i was just curious they're averaging 112 yards a game this year oh wow that's awesome um it's good for like the middle of the league um but a vast improvement over anything we've seen in a long time in detroit in terms oh my of the run game. <laughs> Um and, and and honestly, it's been really good as of late. So um, I, I don't know what it is over the last uh, seven games. I would have to go back and calculate that. But overall, 112 a game, right in the middle of the league, right ahead of the Chiefs. Uh, so and right behind Washington. If you're wondering where that is, mm. but uh, mm. anyways, do you know who's number one by any chance? Isn't it the well? I thought it would be the Browns, but they've sucked lately. No, they're third. And even the Colts, who have the top rusher by a mile, and Jonathan Taylor are second. Yeah, is it, it's not Tennessee still, is it? No, I'll give you a clue. It's a team that trounced us on the ground in a single game. I don't. I think they might have thrown ten passes. Denver. No. Uh. All right. Uh. Fun game, but but you're all wrong. It's Philadelphia. Uh. They average 163 yards a game. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. Of yards. Uh. On the Denver ground. Denver trounced us on the ground too. <laughs> not like Philadelphia did. <laughs> Phil no. definitely threw the ball 14 times against us and oh scored 40 God. plus points. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that's just a little trivia for you. But uh, anyways, Sounds Lions. Trivia minute. I don't know. It could be a thing. <laughs> <Ba-dum-dum>. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, Lions traveling to Seattle. It's a tough place to play no matter how, you know, even the situation here that we have where both teams are out of the playoffs. But again, like we were saying, seven point underdog doesn't make a lot of sense. We like the Lions to win this game. They're more motivated to win, which I think is always a factor, especially um, this time mm-hmm. of year between the two teams. So I really like that motivation. Plus two forty money line as well. Uh, this free money. Uh, it doesn't say it on the DraftKings app here. It doesn't say free money, but it it should <laughs> next to that game. <laughs> This is but not anyways. financial advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I have the Lions here 23 to 17 
It'll be a tight one. Ooh. It'll be a close one. You guys are very But I similar. like them to pull out the victory here as well, UJ. Mm, 23-17. You had 24-14, right, UJ? That's what I had, yes. And Rudd Dog, you had 35-3, a pity <laughs> field goal at the end. Yep, that's it. All right. Most so there you have it. Happen, I think. There's our ever world-famous predictions. All three of us going with a Lions victory, and I can speak for Bob and Connor as well. They will be predicting a Lions victory as well. I can also predict mm-hmm. for Kid J, I think he's predicting a Lions victory as well. I can oh. predict that our listeners are all predicting a Lions victory as well. I've also talked to God recently, and I believe he is predicting a Lions victory as well. <laughs> wow. Well, oh God is invested in this 2-11-1 versus 5-10 and 10 <laughs> non-playoff implications game. Talk about name-dropping. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody is on the Lions this weekend. <laughs> Is what I am trying to get at. Uh, so <laughs> it'll be a good one. Uh, you know, still enjoy it. The Lions only have two weeks left of the season, yeah. but you got to enjoy it. It only happens, oh. well, now 17 times a year plus. You know, well, for us, 17 times a year because they never get the playoffs. Can I just uh, say, I'm really enjoy enjoying those times. I'm really yeah, enjoying yeah. this season as a, as a whole so far. You know, like, <laughs> like I know it's I been I can enjoy it a little and, more. But. Yeah, no, obviously. Like, you know, but like. Even with all the losing, as hard as that was, the eventual wins we've had now that like it just it was like watching a story unfold as players grew, as coaches grew, as a team or a group of people became a team throughout this season. You know, there was there was a greater context. We're seeing the settling in of the Campbell culture and you know, and it's just it's just so refreshing, despite who would think a two one and 14 whatever the hell it is season could be this entertaining i mean i, I just i'm loving yeah. it because it's telling i think it's like reading the tea leaves of what's to come and all that looks so exciting and positive and just awesome down the road so yeah this season in context i i'm i'm loving it so two more games i love it all right. And again, we can still potentially have a chance to ruin the Packers season, which would be a fun yes, bonus. Yes, always. <laughs> That's like our uh, the Bell game for us, UJ, in college, our rival game. If you won that game at the end of the season, it kind of set it could have set straight like a bad season where you didn't make the playoffs or something. You, you take down a rival at the end of the year. That's great. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And my fiance, a Packers fan, uh, that I much rub that in her face for a long time. <laughs> yes, we had her on the podcast. That's <laughs> yeah, you Ellie, saw, yeah, they met her. She entered the Lions done um, as a reminder. But anyways, <laughs> all right. Uh, on that note, <laughs> on that note, we will end it indeed. Uh, so, Twitter at Drinking Lions, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts and your predictions for the game as well. Always greatly appreciate that. Um, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. We'd love that as well. SidelineReport.com. Thank you for hosting our podcast <laughs> on the website. Greatly appreciate it. And thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Uh, you gentlemen, this is our last podcast of 2021 forever. <gasps> we will never have another podcast in 2021 again unless time travel exists. <laughs> Which doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon. But we're working so. on it. The good thing about time travel is <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter when it happens. We, so. got, we got Elon That's Musk true. working on it. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, Elon. <laughs> Maybe he can go back and, like, uh, you know, 
Make cover Calvin's the ref's eyes on the flag against Dallas yeah. or something like that. There's a lot of things. Although there's probably a lot more important things to go back and travel in time oh, and do. But, uh, that's a movie idea right there. Like a, a movie about like a Lions fan who creates a time machine just to go back and, and like make little changes throughout history and make <laughs> us like winners. And, like, <laughs> Oh, I love it. I think that needs to be made. <laughs> I think so. Maybe we can like, make that. Maybe we they risk it. like destroying the entire like space time continuum just to set up the Lions to get a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, hold on, come uh, on. it's worth the on. risk. <laughs> my my phone's ringing right now. Steven Spielberg's on the other line. All right, Steven, uh, <laughs> a long time listener. Talent, see, talent knows talent. That's what I hear. Uh, that's right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So that's gonna wrap it up. Thank you, listeners. We hope you have a safe and healthy and happy. New Year. We can't wait to talk to you in 2022 about the Lions' eventual Super Bowl in 2023. Woo! Uh, we have, you know, we'll have to wait a whole another year for that Super Bowl. But don't worry, <laughs> it's coming. It's coming oh, yeah. uh, sooner than you think. I we we truly think so on this podcast, at least, because we drink the Kool Aid, baby. Yeah. We drink the Kool Aid. We'll be drinking go. a lot of Kool Aid all the way to the end of the new year. Uh, yeah. And into the and into the new year, uh, 2022. <laughs> Happy New so, Year, Kool-Aid drinkers. Yeah, Merry New Year. Merry, Merry New, Year, New Year, as they say. All right, so thank you, everybody, <laughs> for listening. You. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! Lions! Woo! Happy New Year, everybody! <laughs> Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, Stand and cheer the brave, rock, 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 go hard, win the game, with honor you will keep your fame, down the field and gain, a Lions victory, go! Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.